Thank you for clicking on to the Randomly Reviewed podcast. Please note this podcast does contain adult humour and content that some listeners may find offensive. If for some reason you do enjoy this episode, please click the like and subscribe for future episodes which will be released weekly. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, leave a comment or check out the links for our Twitter and Facebook page in the description. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the Randomly Review Podcast, where each week we review something different. This week we're reviewing the movie Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. On the podcast this week is me, Mark, Senor Zell, and Senor Jennings. Hi, guys. Yeah. Hola. You had a good week? Uh, yeah. I got drunk last night. Yeah. Class, I'm still drunk. Mm-hmm. I only woke up 10 minutes ago. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no need to be a prick about it, is there, Mark? Yes, there is. <laughs> so, gonna go Rogan f- doesn't puck up with this shit. <laughs> Have <laughs> you seen. He's <laughs> drunk all the time. That someone made a Joe Rogan interviewing Joe Rogan podcast, <laughs> like a clip, where he just goes, just starts talking shit, and then the other Joe Rogan goes, oh, that's quite funny. Because <laughs> he does come up with some proper stupid shit. Yeah, he does. Like, um, But he's had some good people on it, like Brian Cox, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Look, he gets really good people on, he's yeah, just a bit of a when we grow, we'll get... Well, we'll get Neil, <laughs> we get Neil deGrasse Tyson. That'll be class. I will jizz my pants. Neil, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> you and the other person. <laughs> There's only two people who listen to this. <laughs> right. The other views are us. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to do um, a fact fire as per usual. Um, play, by you, play, you play by play. Really enthusiastic. I'm yeah, so but... enthusiastic I could cry. Well, oh, have you had a good week? Uh, it's been alright. Not done much. Did you buy anything for your birthday? Yeah, I bought myself shitloads. <laughs> what did you get? Um, a coffee grinder. Why? Oh, yeah, I forgot. To grind coffee. <laughs> you can just get ground coffee. No, apparently he's got the he's the master beaner. <laughs> <laughs> the master beaner. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> like, I'm sure beaner means Mexican, but like, um, you're the master beaner. You love your beans. <laughs> it just it just tastes fresh when you grind your own beans. Oh, um, while we're talking, we're also oh yeah, we're also reviewing um, Admiral's Old J Spiced Rum this week. Whoa! Vanilla. <laughs> I thought someone should sound enthusiastic on this podcast. Lime and vanilla flavour. It's actually mm. quite nice. It's not bad, actually. I quite like it. Um, it does taste like Sailor Jerry's to me. Sailor Jerry's? You don't taste that. It tastes exactly like Sailor Jerry's. Do you mean Sailor Moon? <laughs> no. no, I don't mean Sailor Moon. <laughs> The anime. <laughs> There's loads of porn of that. <laughs> I don't know what. Shut up. Sailor Jerry's spiced rum. Oh, it's called Sailor Jerry's. Mm. Uh, last time I had it was in Australia, like I said, so I can't remember what it tastes like. Captain Morgan's. That's what I'm fucking thinking of. You don't taste like that. No. Rum Although, tastes like rum. No, this rum. one tastes different. Mrs. Jennings, can you um, please read us your fact file? Yeah. So, um, 
Dead men don't wear plaids. Hold on, let's just make sure it's actually recording. <laughs> that, that, oh, we missed some class. <laughs> we missed some class bits there, if it isn't. Yes, yeah, it's recording. It's 10 minutes in. Uh, so, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, Fact File! Uh, it came out in 1982 uh, with the tagline, Laugh or, or I'll Blow Your Lips Off. Funny. Uh, it had a budget of nine million and made eighteen point one. Uh, it was a, a runtime of eighty-eight minutes. It is a collage film, uh, interspersing cuts from other famous films, nineteen different films, including *The Postman Always Rings Twice* and *Notorious*, an Alfred Hitchcock film, directed by Carl Rayner, who worked with Steve Martin on *The Jerk*, *The Man with Two Brains*, and *All of Me*. Uh, Steve Martin has done a lot of films and in the 80s has his boom period uh, with classics like Planes, Trains and Automobiles, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Roxanne, uh, Little Shop of Horrors and Three Amigos. Then in the 90s, sadly, it's the sellout period uh, with Father of the Bride 1, 2, Sergeant Bilko. I went to the cinema to see that. It was shit. Um, Out of Towners uh, with only Bowfinger being mildly good. And then in the 2000s, then brought utter shit with Cheaper by the Dozen and the Pink Panther remakes. Uh, this reminds me of Jim Carrey's career going from The Mask and Ace Ventura in the 90s to Dumb and Dumber 2 and the incredible Burt Wonderstone in 2010. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Is that that look? film with... Uh, Steve Carell. Yeah, that's such an awful film. <laughs> see, see, it's shit. Is it only is the only saving grace is Olivia Wilde is in it? She is in it as yeah, well. She's and it's fit, wank. But yeah, no, that film was awful. I told you it was wank, Mark. <laughs> but yeah, Steve Martin's career reminds me. Wasn't of... he in Death Becomes Her as well? No, that was um, Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, okay. I love Death Becomes Her. I wish That's we'd done film. that. Instead yeah, that was that one. Um, a film has a score of seven point nine out of ten on IMDb. 79% Rotten Tomatoes and 4.6 out of 5 on Amazon. Uh, the film was originally called Depression, uh, which was a better title. But after intercutting some old 1930s footage into the film, they decided to do the whole film like this. Uh, it's the director's favourite film that he's done. Uh, the amount of Golden Age stars in this film is actually insane. Like, there's, well, out of the, well, there's 19 of them, isn't there? Well, there's 18, you just clipped some 18 movies, and there's a picture of another from another movie. Oh, right. It's 19. Um, but it's got Ingrid Berman, Betty Davis, Carrie Gant, uh, Burt Lancaster, Humphrey Bogart, and Veronica Well, Lake. I've got a full list here of all the movies and people that are in it. So we've got Alan Ladd from This Gun For Hire, Barbara Stanwyck from Sorry, Wrong Number, Ray Milland, Lost Weekend, Ava Gardner, The Killers and The Bribe, Bert Lancaster from The Killers, Humphrey Bogart from The Big Sleep, In a Lonely Place and Dark Passage, Cary Grant from Suspicion, <laughs> Ingrid Bergman, Notorious, Veronica Lake, Notorious. The Glass Key, Bette Davis, Deception, Lana Turner, Johnny Eager and The Postman Always Rings Twice, Edward Arnold, Johnny Eager, Kirk Douglas, I Walk Alone, Freddie McMurray, Double Indemnity, I Walk Alone, I Walk Alone, James Cagney, White Heat, John Crawford, Humoresque, Charles Lawton, The Bribe, and Vincent Price, The Bribe, and um, The Oh, it's Vincent Price at the end. I forgot his fucking name. Picture taken, the picture's taken from A Keeper of the Flame. It's the picture that's at the beginning of the movie in the, on the newspaper. Ah, uh, cool. 
<laughs> when the film first came out, a lot of cricket, uh, critics uh, liked it, but said it was a one-joke movie, and Steve Martin carried the joke well. Um, that's my fact file. Uh, have you got any more to add, Mark, about the facts? Um, it was written by Carl Rayner, uh, George Gipe, and Steve Martin, so the three of them wrote it, and they also wrote um, The Man With Two Brains together, the three of them. Well, Steve Martin's written quite a few films, actually. Uh, I was looking at his IMDb, not his IMDb, his Wikipedia, and was just like, oh, fuck, you wrote that? Jesus. Uh, Carl Rayner appears in the movie as the butler slash Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck, shit, this film was. Okay, well, it wasn't shit. The movie uses the um, Universal logo from the 40s, even though it's made in the 80s. But... I really like that. That's actually one of the things I say in the play-by-play, just because really, it reminds me of sitting with my mum and watching old films. And it reminds me of Casablanca, even though I don't think it was Universal who did Casablanca. I'm not sure. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, play by play. Play by play! <laughs> right, play by play. Uh, starts with the old Universal Loco, which I like because it reminds me of watching old films with my mum. Oh, wow. Exactly what I fucking said. <laughs> uh, so, we have an intro sequence uh, homaging the uh, olden detective films, uh, just showing a painted city background with rain in front of it. Uh, we are then treated to a car driving off a cliff uh, who we find out had noted cheesemaker John Hay Forrest in it. Uh, we see uh, Steve in an old detective for, uh, office. I've called him Steve because I can't be asked to remember. I think it's Rigby something, isn't it? Rigby Reardon, I think. Rigby Reardon. Um, yeah, I just call him Steve throughout the whole of it. Uh, Steve in an old detective office and a fit woman knocking on his door. I actually thought she, she is, was. She is fit. Rich, um, that's one of my notes. Rich woman was fit. Uh, <laughs> then we get, uh, she faints at the sight of his newspaper slash Steve's crotch. Um, <laughs> Steve catches her and then gets a bit rapey in a funny way. It's not, it's not funny. I quite like it's it. It's not funny. Where he's just cradling her. It's he's just like, it is ridiculous. And then he kisses her when she's yeah. fainted, which is a bit. <laughs> it's not a bit. That's sexual assault. <laughs> this woman fainted, and then he goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kiss her, and then I'm going to grope her tits until she wakes up. That was just, nah. It Actually, was... he was just adjusting her breast because uh, yeah. when they fainted, they went, oh, that whack. Yeah, I actually <laughs> thought that was funny. No. Like, to check no. if she's real, he starts feeling her tits. Um, she awakes and asks, what's he doing? And he comes up with the excuse of adjusting her breasts. <laughs> she thanks him for it. <laughs> like, uh, does, she, does she say thanks? I don't yeah, think she, she does. Thank you. <laughs> like, I don't right. remember that. <laughs> um, she goes, oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, we then get down to the nitty-gritty. She is the cheesemaker's daughter, and she thinks his death is a conspiracy. Uh, she weirdly looks like Catherine Zeta-Jones. I thought so, too. Mm. I didn't think so, but now you say, I agree. <laughs> so I was like, hold on, she's too young to be her in that movie. And then I was like, okay, fair enough. But yeah, she is fit. She is fit. She looks like Catherine Zeta-Jones, and that's why I liked her. And uh, I would have worked over her if I wasn't at work. Well, I mean, you're at home at work, so they're not going to know. Yeah, it'd be a bit weird saying, Jim, can you hold the phone for me, please? I'm having a wank. (laughs) You don't have to tell them that you're having a wank. Why is he holding the phone for you? 
he's my imaginary friend <laughs> who works in the office. Plus, you've got a headset, so there's no phone to hold. <laughs> you've literally got both hands free. Uh, all right. <laughs> no need to uh, give me excuses to wank at work. <laughs> I don't think you need excuses. <laughs> I just need a phone. <laughs> uh, he drives to the cheesemakers. Oh, yeah, sorry. Looks like Catherine's here, Jones. Uh, he drives to the cheesemakers and says... Uh, the great line of, I haven't seen a body put together like that since I solved the case of the murdered girl with the big tits. <laughs> I actually really like that line. It did make me laugh. This film quickly falls off a cliff, though. <laughs> it gets shit quickly. Uh, Steve finds out the cheese man was having an affair. Then the exterminator turns up. Steve gets shot in the arm and pretends to be dead and loses a list of names he found in the cheesemaker's office. Uh, Steve, wounded, drives back to the daughter's house and faints where uh, she sucks the bullet out of him. Catch me. I'm a butler, not a catcher. <laughs> that is such a shit line. <laughs> I knew funny. you'd like that line. I don't know why I knew this you'd like that This is when he's like, catch me. <laughs> I would have found it funnier if the butler had caught him and then started like waggling him about and gave him a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> like that would have been better. Felt his dick and balls. <laughs> Going, oh, I'm just adjusting your dick. And well, then he what... thanks him for it at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That, at the end, isn't she? I'm just adjusting your willy. Mm. <laughs> uh, so uh, Steve gets shot in the arm and pretends to be dead. Yeah. We did that. <laughs> um. They then bang out a couple of plot points. Like, the fucking plot points in this are so mishmash. It's the scattergun approach to storytelling. I guess they kind of have to write it around what clips they've got. Well, yeah, <laughs> but they could have done it better. Like, and it, oh, it was shit. Actually, no, it wasn't shit. It was, it was average. Um, and then he has a phone call scene, which, has, uh, which was a bit shit. I think it was with Ingrid Bergman. Um, this is the part where he goes, I'll be able to tell her after one one word if she's faking. Hello? She's, she's faking. faking. <laughs> Did like that. <laughs> and then she talks about her dad and then he calls her a nutcase and says, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Steve then goes mental at the mention of cleaning woman. 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 Cleaning Cleaning woman is awesome in this. Uh, we then get another shit collage scene with Cary Grant talking about a $1 bill. Uh, another collage uh, comes on with a small funny bit where his cigarette burns through the menu. Uh, so he's just at a restaurant. Um, he's got a cigarette in his mouth and he holds the menu too close. It burns through the menu. That's it. It really isn't that funny. Um Especially when I explain it. <laughs> uh, and he finds out everyone on the cheeseman list is dead, apart from someone called the Swede, who Steve makes a disgusting cup of coffee for. Uh, like, 
the coffee scene is good. Like, he's pouring the coffee for just <laughs> ages. <laughs> yeah, and then he puts two eggs in it, and then it's... With the shells. Yeah. <laughs> and he calls it Java. And like, who gives a shit if it's called Java? What a bad Well, that's a natural coffee, isn't it? Java. Well, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just all coffee was called Java. I think it's a type of coffee, but I might be wrong. It's just fucking coffee. No one cares. No one cares. No one gives a shit. I like coffee. Well, yeah, we know. You, you've got the bead master. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, so uh, Cheeseman Lester's dead. Um, it's disgusting. Uh, before he can give it to him, two men burst in and uh, kill the Swede, uh, shooting Steve in the arm again. And we cut to the daughter sucking the bullet out again. And then she goes on about how uh, she learned it in the Girl Scouts and that it was for um... sucking out poison. Yes, poison so... from snakes. And then she goes... Oh, venom from snakes. And then she goes, oh, but I found it works for everything else. And she's obviously talking about sucking dick. Like what? this film did. Is she? <laughs> I don't know. She's innocent. She's Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> How dare you speak ill of that woman? <laughs> What's it called? Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones' husband got cancer from um, sucking... Dick? Well, no, he was licking <laughs> out pussy. That's what he blamed it on. Oh, he did. I remember that. He got throat cancer from uh, licking women. Out. I don't think he got it from that. I don't. I think either. he thinks that. Yeah, he thinks that. <laughs> Let him. He's old. Like, I'd still do that. I remember when I sucked a pussy, I got cancer. It's the reason why I don't go down on women. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's worse than a cigarette. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he sucks out the bullet. Uh, we then get another collage with Humphrey Bogart. It's one of my favourite actors, Humphrey Bogart, just because of Casablanca. No? No one else watched that? No, fuck you, you uncultured swine. I mean, it's average. Have you watched it? Yeah. What happens? He flies off to Cairo at the end and says, play he it doesn't. again, Sam, or something like that. No, he doesn't. <clears throat> That's he a does. myth. Never says, that, never says that line, but a lot of people think he does. No, he says, just play it. You've played it for her, so play it for me. Something and like she that. says, play it again, Sam. And I think that's Ingrid Bergman as well. I had no clue. And uh, he walks off with, not an SS agent, he walks off with someone and goes, I think this is the start of a beautiful friendship. Mm, that's the most famous line from the movie. Well, play it again, Sam, which doesn't actually happen. But <laughs> So the actual line in the movie that did happen. <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so he gets a locker key for a train station locker and uh, we are treated to another collage with Humphrey and it's not funny. Uh, Steve then goes on a train raid with Cary Grant um, and Cary Grant joins him. Steve puts him to sleep with a harmonica. <laughs> Fucking, that was stupid as shit, that scene. Uh, then an actual funny joke happens. This was my favourite joke in the whole film. Um, as Steve gets off the train, he goes to the nearest taxi yes. and says, "Here's three bucks if you can pay uh, if you can get this cab to Forty Six Bay Court in ten minutes." And then the cab fucks off without him. <laughs> like, and then he gets in another cab and says, "Follow that cab." And then he goes, "That was a clever thing I just did." Yeah, <laughs> I took the only two cabs that were there. <laughs> um, we'll then treat you to another collage scene. Uh, the collage scenes are fucking. Like, I'd rather they'd done a proper film. Like, because there's some bits of this film that are actually quite funny. 
but the plot is just fucking so scattergun uh, approach. It's like there's a bit later on where he goes to prison and then he gets put in a car and then he goes, uh, he gets shot in the arm again. Oh, it's just fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, anyway, where Steve gets drugged and proceeds to shave his tongue, uh, he passes out and he gets. Uh, we get a jarring cut of him going to the office where the cheese maker daughter gives him another clue. He's fucked up his knees because he's crawled home while drunk, uh, well, while fucked out his face. Yeah. Um, and she proceeds to say, do you want alcohol on that? And he's like, no, no. I said get back. Yeah, <laughs> points the gun at <laughs> You love this film more than you should, Mark. Um, we get more bollocks plot points uh, with another unfunny funny college, uh, collage scene with Humphrey Bogart. Uh, Steve tries to get a blonde spy, so he first goes to Veronica Lake. I forgot she was quite fit, Veronica Lake. No, don't have any clue who she is, do you? She was in this movie. She was in this movie. Um, she was also... Uh, well, she was also in the glass key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kim Basinger plays her in LA Confidential as well. Mm. Well, you look fucking annoyed by just me retelling you about this film. We'll get to my review. <laughs> <clears throat> You've got nothing nice to say. Don't say anything at all. <laughs> well, we haven't so far. <laughs> yes. I think that's the reason why he's being quiet, Mark. <laughs> um... Yeah, Steve tries to get a blonde spy. Veronica Lake is the first one. And then he just literally walks into this party. She goes, he looks at her, goes, come over. She comes over. She says no. And then that's it. <laughs> fucking. Uh, we have another collage scene. And Steve goes insane at the cleaning woman again. Cleaning woman! He starts choking out. I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> It's funnier when you do it than when he does it. Um, yeah, she doesn't want to become a spy either. Uh, he tries one last time. And, oh, yeah, the shadow puppet scene is quite funny. Where he mm. like does loads of shadow puppets and then he has two ducks kissing each other and uh, makes Abraham Lincoln. Um, does the Pell Harbor scene. Does he? Doesn't he? No. Now you're thinking of Scrubs. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you do like someone that looks really good? Is it just the ducks? He do, well, no, he does um, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 That's it. It is good, I was thinking of. You're right. Uh, it's another collage uh, with spy uh, with the spies. Uh, so this uh, blonde-haired woman says yes, um, and then he goes to see the dad first. And says, oh, she's going to be sucking my dick tonight. Oh, he takes a little dog with him to bribe him. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, can you pick that up? He goes, oh, it's soft and mushy. Um, I, like, so he picks up some dog turd, gives the dog to a fit receptionist, and gives the dog turd to an old receptionist. Who goes, a bit. ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get another bit with Kurt Douglas and... Uh, it's another collage scene that isn't that good. Like, it just none of it's good. Um, and it takes the piss out of, what's it called, the Three Stooges at that point. Uh, and then, yeah, it's still shit. 
They, all of them feel really forced. It's like they've just put these scenes well, in. They have, <laughs> and they are. <laughs> like they're just stupidly forced, though. It doesn't need to be this forced. Um, so <laughs> he then gets locked in a trash can. Um, the cheesemaker daughter comes back and she opens it and he punches her in the face and she gets knocked out again. He then proceeds to uh, adjust her breasts again. <laughs> he is a rapey cunt in this. Uh, Steve then makes himself into a beautiful blonde who then gets fondled in another collage scene. Uh, he gets more info about the conspiracy and now has to dress as someone's mother. This bit made fuck all sense. Like, literally fuck all sense why he had to do it. Um, well, it does, because the only person that he'll, the, the guy in prison will talk to is his mother. Is his mother. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. But literally, he doesn't even have to talk to this person who's in jail. He doesn't get any information from him. He then goes into the jail himself and gets put in the back of a car and gets shot in the arm. That's literally it. This was like three minutes of utter bollocks. <laughs> There was no need for it at all. Uh, I even put the plot is a bit convoluted. <laughs> he ends up in a prison and gets shot in the arm again. Then a misunderstanding happens and Steve gets dumped by the daughter. And we're treated to the daughter. Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. We're treated to another collage scene with Humphrey Bogart. Uh, and we find out Carlotta, who the person he's been looking for, is an actual place instead of a person. And then Steve fucks off there. More plot happens, and we find out the title of the film means fuck all. <laughs> I still don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, what does he say? Reggie told me. Apparently, it's a cut scene where they do explain it, but um, I've not heard it. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, um, a fight happens with a randomer. So a fight happens with Vincent Price, and just out of nowhere. Like, I do like Vincent Price. He, he did shit loads of film. Uh, he was always the weird cunt in it. Uh, but, yeah, he just... Like, it's quite good. That scene particularly is quite good for how they've uh, interspersed the old footage with the new footage. And they've really tried to make it look exactly the same as it is with the sparklers and everything. But it... it it didn't make any sense. Why the fuck was it happening in the first place? Um, it's just all so forced and contrived. Anyway, uh, we find out the Nazis are behind the whole thing after he shoots Vincent Price. Um, and that is... And that it's about a cheese mould that will dissolve the USA. <laughs> it's Mark, supposed, it's supposed to be ridiculous. You wanted to watch this film, right? Mm. Oh, I'm a £2.50 back for watching this film. Steve then saves the day by being enraged by hearing cleaning lady again. Cleaning woman. Cleaning woman, sorry. Um, but in German, what is it in German? Uh, I think it's uh, Reinemacher Frau or something like that. Yeah, well done. It's not like you spent fucking eight years there. Three. <laughs> <laughs> It, they're more efficient in Germany, it feels like a... Anyway. <laughs> that makes no sense. I don't know. I don't know, Mark. I don't know. Uh, so that is the end of the film. It was... That, now, recanting it, 
it will wank. <laughs> it will proper wank. <laughs> I had such a hard time watching this. I really wanted to stop and watch something else halfway through it. Um, it was it was hard watching. Like some bits of it was funny. Like I'll go into my review right now. Actually, I, I said it wasn't bad, but it fucking was. Um, I laughed at a couple of points, but the collage scenes were forced and a bit shit in most places. Uh, the bits that made me laugh reminded me of Police Squad and Naked Gun, um, and I'd much rather have watched those films. Um, yeah, and a book which just made me want to watch those films instead. Steve Martin has to carry the film, which he does, but it's Steve Martin, so like, well, it was during his boom period, so he wasn't as fucking annoying as he is now. Um, but the plot is just all over the fucking place, and no one knows what the fuck is happening from scene to scene. It's so jarring. Like, Again, I do think they probably did get the clips first and then will be around the clips. See what they could do with what they could do with the clips. Yeah, but they they didn't even really write. Well, they did write around because obviously the cleaning lady bit was from uh, that scene with I can't remember which actress it's from, but she literally says cleaning woman and then gets strangled, and then that's obviously the joke that they wrote around that fucking bit. Um, it it can't stay in one direction and it's goes in about six different fucking places. Uh, the jokes sometimes don't even hit, and they don't really give some of them time to breathe. Um, it's not that bad, actually, like from what I've written here. I think your review's all over the place. <laughs> my review is all over the place. It's not... Like, when I first watched it... Well, when I watched it, it wasn't that bad. Like, I, I am saying... Like, I did want to stop watching it at points. I was just like, this is wank. Um, but there were some points where I went, that is actually quite funny. Uh, the cab scene, especially, is one of my favourite scenes. Um, but that just reminded me of Police Squad. And I just wanted to watch Police Squad instead. Um, so I, I'd i rather have watched Naked Gun than this. And uh, it had a plot. <laughs> like, Naked Gun's got a plot. This doesn't. Uh, I'm, I'm actually changing my review from 2.5 to a 2. Wow. A 2 no, out of 5 stars. I'm taking your 2.5, you knob. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Zell's is going to be worse than mine. <laughs> so I'm done. Go on. No, let's do more first. Okay, so I've written, the movie is a love letter to the film noir era of the 40s. I think all the clips are from the 40s, apart from one which was early 50s. No, I think they're all from the 40s. No, there's one movie that was from May 1950. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's, why that's why I said that. That's why I put it in. <laughs> IMDb told me they're all from the 40s. And keeping the genre in mind, I think it does a great job. <coughs> I was never really a fan of the old detective movies because my dad used to watch them when I was a kid, and so I had to watch them too, and they bought the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did he love this film? I have no clue. Um, <laughs> the movie has some genuine laugh-out-loud moments whilst being loyal to the genre. It uses the clips well. With today's TVs, it's a lot more obvious than it would have been in the 80s that the clips are interspersed. Uh, yeah, that's true. I'm not sure how obvious it would have been in the cinema. Um, it could have done with more humour, I thought. Um, even oh, though there I mean. is quite a lot, it still seems as big chunks where there's not very funny moments going on. And considering it's a parody, <clears> it, should have been, it should have been more. Like in a Naked Gun film. 
oh, I play this just joke after joke after joke after joke. It after is joke. joke after joke after joke. But even when there isn't a joke going on, there's a background joke happening that you can't see. Yeah. Or like when he drives into the, uh, what's it called? <laughs> when he just drives anywhere, actually, and he just crashes into something, gets out of the car and something happens. It's class. <laughs> I want to watch Naked Gun now. <laughs> Uh, both the main characters act really well. Um, I even wrote, I can't call it one of my favourite movies. I would rather watch more outrageous silly films such as Nick Gunn, Airplane, Hot Shots. But again, for the genre, it does a good job and I give it three and a half stars out of five. You said 2.5. Oh, wait, no. no it's your me. review. <laughs> well, no, I gave it two. No, you give it 2.5. You've read it there and that's what I'm taking. <laughs> I don't want to watch this film ever again, so I'm giving it a 2. No, you're giving it a 2.5. <laughs> so I'll give it a 1. Is that it? Yes. <clears throat> Is that it? <laughs> give it a no. I can't. Only because of fucking Tucker and Dale. Um, right, for me, overall the film was average at best. Uh, good points. Film noir setting. I like film noir stuff. Oh, do you? Yeah. Never knew that about you. Um, the interstitials were quite good at times, so that was okay. And the woman was fit. That's literally it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's your whole review. That's the good points oh, right, of the okay. film. Uh, bad points, not very memorable. As soon as I stopped watching, after, after I finished watching, I was like, what the hell happened? And I was like, I don't know. It was that's just, understandable. It was why. Uh, not funny. Laughed like once, maybe twice. Which bits did you laugh at? Uh, the taxi bit was funny, yeah. and the bit where after he goes no alcohol to her, and then he sort of falls on his knees and he goes ah, I thought that was that yeah. was funny. That Come was back. it really. Um, script was so so, but felt forced because they had to do it with the interstitials. Um, a lot better spoofs, Naked Gun, Black Dynamite, Hot Shots, oh, Airplane. Black Dynamite. I want to watch Black Dynamite. Um, Dino Mike. That's the bad points, and the weird point was sexual assault. <laughs> that was just it wasn't funny I honestly I just thought what fair enough kissing her that was a bit of a stretch but then to put her on the sofa and then go I'm gonna just start squeezing her tits that's literally all I was doing I think it can get away with it because it is ridiculous like no, it can't get away with it if she was awake <laughs> and she was looking at him weird fair enough she was no, unconscious no, she wakes up and then goes what are you doing yeah and he's just he explains quite nicely oh I'm just First of all, her tits looked perfectly fine. They didn't, need they, they, didn't need a, they didn't need adjusting. They looked like they were in place. He was actually making them more out of place than they were. So that's not an excuse. Do you, do you think if they were out of place, do you think it would be a good excuse? No. As, as soon as she just sits up, she's got a bra on, they'll go back to normal. So there's literally no need, apart from him being a fucking creepy perv, I'm thinking, oh, there's an unconscious woman. I'm going to kiss her and then just fucking feel her tits. So, no. Uh, overall, 1.5 out of 5. What? I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't see it again. It was was bad. It was... I I don't know whether it's the first of its kind. Um... No, because I'm sure Naked Gun would have been around the same time. No, I mean in terms of doing the collage um, thing. So I don't know whether it's the first of that sort of film. Funnier collage bits to mix in with. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with you on that. Well, it's because I've seen 
more of that sort of thing being done uh, later on. Uh, like there's some really funny YouTube videos where they're reacting to things that other people are saying and interspersing it. Um, it's, it is a one joke thing. Weird Al is the most famous for doing that, I think. Oh. Interviews. Where you just go, it, like, it's a one joke note that falls flat far too many times throughout the whole of the fucking film. I don't know whether, it, like I say, I don't know whether it's the first of its kind, because if it's the first of its kind... It does make it quite original. Yeah, but it's wank. Like, and the plot makes no fucking sense at all. I mean, there is a plot. <laughs> What's the plot, Mark? The plot is that the cheesemaker has gone missing, who is assumed dead in a car crash, but he's actually been kidnapped by the Nazis to for his... Um, Right, his so, mould that will dissolve America. <laughs> so, all you've just described there is the first five minutes of the film and the last five minutes of the film. The plot. <laughs> so, they're literally, in between that is just loads of shit. In between that is in- investigating so him, trying to find out what's happened minutes, to him and where he is. Those ten minutes you've just described is the whole plot. And then the rest of it is just interspersed bollocks. Well, it's... Yeah, but it's still a plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a plot. <laughs> Cat seals are not a plot. It's, it's bad. It's not funny. Mm. And I definitely wouldn't watch it again. So, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid has a randomly reviewed rating of 2.5 out of 5. Which makes it our second to worst one so far. Is it? Yeah, only beaten by Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Tucker and Dale get two. Oh, I might have gone a bit fucking mental on Tucker and Dale. Because this was shitter than Tucker and Dale. No, I, no. They're very different movies. No. I'd, oh, actually, I'd watch this again it. versus Tucker and Dale. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, no. Oh, no, because I'd rather watch Tucker and Dale. Than I mean, I'd rather watch like the clips of the fit woman in Tucker and Dale. Oh, uh, yeah. But if she wasn't in it, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't have watched it. I fucking hate it. Uh, so let's review this uh, rum, shall we? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I quite liked it. I've had one drink of it so far. I'm just on my second. Uh, I like the fact that it's called Old J. It's because it's got the start of my second of my surname. <laughs> the tagline on this bottle says, The original taste. You asked for it. <laughs> That's what I talk about my penis. Asking. It's uh, 35% alcohol by volume, I think. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, did, I thought it was more. I'm guessing it comes from Jamaica. You're from Jamaica. <laughs> Amazon. My Uncle John. <laughs> My Uncle John from Jamaica. It's nice rum. That's all that matters. I like it. Tastes nice. And tastes cheers. like rum. Cheers. <laughs> nah, it tastes better than um, like Kraken and what's the other one? Captain Morgan's. I, Captain Morgan's just sounds... It's, just tastes generic, doesn't it? Yeah, it just it's tastes, like, it's what, Smirnoff? Official rum, yeah. Or Bacardi. They just taste like mm. water, basically. Whereas this one's got some flavour to it, so... Yeah, I like it. I'll give it, like, a four. I'll drink a it four? Again. I'll drink it again. You know. Uh, well, it's alcohol, so I... I yeah, to be honest, you, I, I'll just drink it. Yeah, you, uh, I'll give it a five. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me drunk. That's what I like. It's a nice rum. Tastes exactly like Sailor Jerry's. Uh, apparently, it's uh, from the Admiral's not liking uh, 
the British Navy's shit. Yeah. They were shitting in the barrels and he thought, Oi, I don't want shit in my rum, so I'm going to put some vanilla and lime in it. And that's how he got it. I like that story. That was a better story. But we will never know. <laughs> I still prefer Kraken. But um, I give it a three out of five. So three, three and five is eleven. Oh, no, I did give it a four. So twelve out of fifteen That's is four ten, and five. No, three, what four, and five. I gave it five because it's alcohol. It's alcohol. Twelve out of fifteen is four out of five. Look, if I can drink it, it's alcohol. It's fine. So Admiral's Old J Spiced Rum gets a randomly reviewed rating of four out of five stars. Is that the best thing we've reviewed? That is the best <laughs> thing we've reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, any alcohol will get a five from me, so it's going to be the best, no matter what. Unless no, I might give it a one if it tastes gash. Like, if it's WKD, I might give it a four. But like, it's... What about Smirnoff Ice? I, I love Smirnoff Ice. I love the advert of the Judder Man. What about Hooch? <laughs> uh, hooch just tastes... Like, if it was proper disgusting, like... Remember it ate Ace? Yeah. How much I would, love that, what would you give it? Oh, really? I, I fucking hated it. <laughs> give it a five. Oh, that just brings back memories of you being a massive dick. Yeah, it's cheap. <laughs> and, well, yeah, it doesn't mean cheap. that I wanted you to bring it around my place every single morning at 10 o'clock. It was sometimes nine. I know, you <laughs> massive, massive dick. I was an alcoholic. Still are. I mean, was. <laughs> oh, man. No wonder I failed my degree at that year. You didn't fail your degree. No, I just deferred for they a year. Gave you a fucking, they gave you a degree because they wanted to get rid of us. That's it. <laughs> I didn't even hand in my final year. Project. Yeah, I know you didn't. And you still got a degree. Yeah. Like, that's the best part of it. No, that's because all my other projects were shit hot. Were they? No, they weren't. Of course they weren't. No, they weren't. What degree did you do? Web design, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you think? As like graphic and web design or something like that. Interactive media, maybe. I don't know. All I know is that I got proper stoned and drunk throughout my four years. Me too. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know you guys back then. Oh, my yeah, second year. Fucking hell, you'd have, you think he's a dick now. You'd yeah. have probably punched him then. Uh, my second year, I went in six times. Oh, actually, I did that out. <laughs> I no, I think second, <laughs> second, third, and last year. I nearly passed my second year, even though I only went in six times. I didn't, I, for, I can't say the teacher's name, but every time, I'd, it would be like was weeks. Was Sarah? No, it wasn't Sarah, it was Rich. <laughs> I didn't mind him. He, he was, was all awesome. right, but literally, it would be like a month or two would go by where he didn't see me at all, and then I'd just pop into class going, hey, uh, here's the work that I was supposed to hand in like last week or two weeks ago. He's like, Okay. <laughs> and that was it. So I was like, oh, if you don't care, why the fuck should I care? So I was like, I'll see you in two months then. I had James, who literally had just passed his degree and got the fucking teaching job. It was so disheartening. Yeah, but did you see his you. work? It was shy. Did you see what he actually yeah, did? It was shit. Oh, it was wasn't? the Lego. Yeah, thing. I yeah. thought it was cool. You went to Hull Uni on Cock Road campus. Uh, well, no, no Lincoln University Uni. Of Lincoln. The whole campus was yeah. down George Street. <clears throat> which is now the Health School of Art and Design. Yeah. Oh. No, they bought it over and they got rid of our lab library in the uh, in our third year. So we didn't even have a fucking library. Uh, we didn't even have a fucking union. We had sharkies. 
which... Fucking expensive. Yeah, it wasn't a student union. It was a fucking place to get pissed. That was it. It was so disheartening going to this university. <laughs> Lincoln Uni, like proper Lincoln Uni, because I know loads of people who went there who say, oh, it was fucking awesome. And then... Being... Yeah, but Lincoln is boring. Yeah, but it wasn't the stab capital of Europe when I fucking yeah, went Yeah, did to... you get stabbed? No, I didn't no, get stabbed, I didn't. so I, I, it doesn't matter. Well, I lived down Springbank, and that was the stab capital. The stab <laughs> yeah, street but we didn't get stabbed while we lived there, so we no, were fine. I, I got taken in by some Polish people. So did I. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did, with the afro. <laughs> yeah, did they force you to skin up as well? No. Yeah, that was weird. No, an old man made me some food. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I know, it was weird as shit. <laughs> some old man just... Like, so... This, I don't know who the fuck this Polish bloke was. He just was like, yeah, come to my house. I was like, oh, I'm pissed, all right. Um, yeah, here's some vodka. Oh, I'll drink some more vodka. Oh, lovely. And then he went, oh, I'll get my granddad. I was like, oh, okay, that's a bit weird. <laughs> granddad, make him some food. I was like, okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to say no at any point. Like, it's not, When you're stuck in some Polish bloke's house, you're just going... Yeah, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. I'll roll with the punches. <laughs> it was kind of fun. That was weird. Yeah, mine was... I was living down Springbank. Uh, and you know how I disappear on a night out because I get fucking bored. I was walking down and there's like this house gathering where people are outside. And then this Polish guy just, just grabs my arm and drags me into the house. And I'm drunk out of my face. So I'm going... This is it. Uh, yeah, I'm, this is it. I, I didn't know what I was going on. By the poles. Literally, he just dragged me. We went up the stairs into their living room, and then he just says, "Sit down on the sofa." I'm like, "Okay." And then, oh, he just literally chucks some weed on the table, cigarettes and papers. Like, just point out, going, "Do," and I'm like, "Okay." So Do. That, <laughs> and I just skimmed up, and then smoked for like a, an hour or so, and I'm like, "I need to go." And then I just walked out. Fucking hell, when you're drunk, you do stupid things. Because <laughs> oh, I remember one night when we were leaving Tofts. Well, when I left Tofts early, I was walking down... What, well, every night? <laughs> is it? That road's Prinny Ave, isn't it? Yeah. Walking down Prinny Ave, and I was walking on the road, not the pavement. So this black car just stops and says, do you want to lift? I'm going, yeah, sure. I, I just go in. And that later, find, well, well, while he's driving me into town, he was... Just telling me how he was a soldier from Fiji, but he had to come back to Hull because his wife was from Hull and she had a kid and all this sort of shit. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? He dropped me off. And then I'm next morning, I'm like, fucking hell, did that just happen? It's just stupid things you do when you're drunk. Well, I, I can't remember my, it's the best night I've ever been told about. Like, I can't remember fuck all of it. Um, we were, uh, I went to position with, James and were butters and got absolutely fucking wrecked. Um, what happened during this period of time? We went to the top floor. Uh, we swung a, swung a midget about. So, like, uh, we were trying to get off with these two lasses. I saw a midget, looked at James, and went, "It's a midget." <laughs> and we both went over to the midget and started swinging him about just for a laugh. And uh, the bouncers told us to stop. <laughs> The midget apparently loved it. Um, the, uh, then, <laughs> then I got into a dance-off with a bodybuilder and uh, he bought us shots. I think he was trying to um, have sex with me in the toilet. 
but apparently <laughs> I went, nah, nah, mate. Like, I just like dancing. <laughs> well, you say you don't say no when you're drunk. Soon someone up then, didn't you? I think that's one of the points where I said no for the first time in my life. Um, <laughs> then we went to... We went to uh, what's it called? Um, the Saint, the twenty four hour Sainsbury's. I'm pretty out, and um, they wouldn't serve James because they thought he was underage. Was it that little Nazi? Yeah. Well, no. Well, uh, the balding butters. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> this is how I got them to serve him. So <laughs> I grabbed his head. Went. Is that enough ID? And just played his balls. <laughs> We bought Baileys and fucking Baileys. Yeah, what the fuck. We bought Baileys and um, three bottles of Big Stella. And we got to uh, the house on Salisbury Street. We saw it wasn't Bear's master because Bear and Paul master by that point. And we saw a master and we went, "Oh, I fucking love that car. That's one of my favourite cars." The story. <laughs> That's one of my favourite cars. So we went twos up on a master. He started humping the bonnet, and I started humping the back of it. <laughs> and then I woke up the next morning, drank the bottle of Baileys, and fucking we went to the park and got drunk again. I was fucking hammered. Anyway. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you did hear that correctly. Um, Jennings did hump a car. Twos up. <laughs> we Eiffel towered this. Eiffel towered a car. <laughs> what about you, Mark? I never humped a car. <laughs> you must have some stories. Hey, come on, you can say a uh, uh, euro story. <laughs> never happened. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. Um, oh, oh, there's there's some quite good stories. Like, how about the taxi driver who got pissed off at us at Pearson Park? <laughs> that was just nearly another fight story. <laughs> <laughs> you were a prick to him that day as well. I wasn't. I was just being condescending to him because he was he was being a prick. He wasn't being a prick. We'd woken him up. He said we'd been there all night. We'd been there literally twenty minutes. We woke him up at four o'clock in the morning. He he's got kids. He walks over to us on Pearson Park. Well, if he had said that, that'd have been fine. But he did say he that. He accused us of being there all night, making noise all night. We'd been there twenty minutes. And, and you see, I just remember you looking at me, just going. Oh, don't make the big man hurt us. Oh, oh, he he's, he might hit us. He might hit us. Oh, oh. But he said to us, I'm going to remember your faces. Right? I remember that. And I was like, what does he mean by that, Richard? What does he mean by that? I remember your faces. Okay. okay. You, you're a taxi driver, right? Cool. I need someone to remember my face. We've never seen him again, though. So, let's... It'd be funny if like, we got a taxi one night randomly. No, <laughs> I like, can't remember. I remember you. <laughs> I can't remember his face. But he remember remembers us. <laughs> I can't remember his face either. <laughs> right, are we finishing up then? Um, oh, we need to draw next week's. Oh. Oh, it's not mine. It's not mine either. Oh, it's going to be gash, isn't it? <sighs> what is it? Okay, so next week we will be reviewing Naked Gun. Oh, it is mine. Get in. If you have any suggestions for any future episodes, uh, leave a comment on the YouTube channel um, or send us a tweet. The details are on the YouTube channel <laughs> uh, or our Facebook page. See you next fucking Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>
Can you cut my one out and then just leave his in? <laughs> Probably we'll do that. See you next Joe's time. Joe's time.